scholarship opportunities, and more in this special behind-the-scenes conversation recorded live from New Orleans at the ZeroCon event. Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a mixed language podcast hosted by me, Jen Hemphill, to help you become the reign of your money and love your dinero more. If you are needing some inspiration and encouragement at this very moment, you have come to the right place. Gracias por compartir este tiempo conmigo. Now let's jump in to today's Dose of Money Confidence. Bienvenida. I'm so excited that you are here for this special behind-the-scenes episode. This is Jen Hempel, your host, if you don't know already. And today isn't the normal conversation or the normal show that you are used to hearing. Instead, this was recorded at an event that I was invited to in New Orleans called ZeroCon. And I had a conversation with an alum guest, Jackie Vellis which we will post that link of that previous conversation in the show notes. So let me really paint you the scene because the audio quality may be a little different than what you are used to hearing. We were in a big conference room, you know, with the high ceilings. It was just literally three of us in a room, but we're just interviewing <laughs> The third person was the PR person. And we are having this discussion. And Jackie and I get along really well. So we really have a lot of fun. So I wanted to give you just kind of paint the scene of where we were at in this convention center in New Orleans in this huge conference room just to ourselves. This big old table that probably could fit 40, 50 people. (laughs) And it was just a few of us. Now, We are going to be talking about scholarship opportunities that Zero is involved with. So if you are wanting to get into accounting, business, or maybe have a kid who does, definitely don't miss that information. You will also learn more about Zero, the company behind actually the accounting software that I use for my business. No, this is not them telling me, hey, (laughs) promote Zero. This is just me sharing with you that this is the actual software that I use for my business. So if you're shopping for an accounting software that fits your budget and would love to know what this company stands for, which I think is really important when you're shopping for things, keep listening as well. Now, real quick, if you haven't met Jackie or Jacqueline Bellis, let me tell you a little bit about her. Jacqueline Bellis is a director partner in U.S. Hispanic at Zero, where she oversees the U.S. Hispanic vertical and partner growth across Zero's central and west coast regions. In 2020, she spearheaded Zero's expansion into the U.S. Hispanic vertical, which is when you first heard about her here on the podcast, where she helps advisors and small businesses break down barriers to understand the power of the Zero platform. All right, let's not delay this anymore and get started with this conversation.
We are here coming to you from Azericon, from what I say, New Orleans, but I've heard from my Uber driver from the airport to here that it's pronounced Narlins. So if you are here in New Orleans, say Narlins and you are good. But I've had the opportunity to come to Zerocon and it's just been an amazing experience. And I've just been here for a short period of time. And I have a special guest who you've heard from before. And I'll make sure that I link that episode up in the show notes. But welcome, Jackie, again. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I actually didn't know exactly how to say New Orleans. I thought it was like more with a W, like New Orleans. So thank you for actually, you were very perfectionist in the way that you pronounced it. So I think we can all kind of do a practice tape off of the way you said it. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. I'm super happy that you're here and I'm happy to be on the podcast again. So thank you. The Uber driver literally told me N-A-R-L-I-N-S, Narlins. Maybe he put a W in there, but that's what I remember. (laughs) So here at Zerocon, there is a lot. It's basically a conference for accountants, for bookkeepers. But one of the things that I have really come to appreciate, of course, I use Zero. I'm a customer. I'm a user. But one of the things that I have come to appreciate being in the space of financial education, I have seen a lot of Latinos have an interest. So over the past four, even three years, there's a lot of Latinos that are talking more about money, whether personal finance, whether investing, whether anything to do with money, they're talking about it. So it really excites me because when I started this podcast, in terms of when I started Her Dinero Matters, not Her Money Matters, I didn't find any other people talking about money for Latinos. So seeing that change really excites me because in the Latino community and the Latinx community, we need that. So One of the things, too, that you're going to talk to us about is that with Latinos having an interest, there's opportunities, scholarships to get into these different programs. So tell us a little bit about some of those opportunities and some of those scholarships. Thank you for that, Jen. Yeah, so we actually announced this partnership with Alpha which is a Latino professionals organization, which actually, I had actually heard about it first when I was in college, but I didn't join, sadly enough. But after joining Zero, I heard about it. And then, as you might know, if you listen to the last podcast, in 2020, actually, right after the pandemic hit, we actually started the U.S. Hispanic channel. And that is basically to help Latino accountants and bookkeepers have zero be more accessible to them and to support them. And so we have a team here to support them. We have education that's translated for them. We have our own events. We have the happy hour later on today. So that's kind of where the opportunity came from with through the scholarship. Then as we grew out that channel, we do a partnership with Alpha and we are now really wanting to recognize outstanding students who might benefit from it. So we announced two scholarships. We're actually going to do the release of the announcement officially tomorrow. And basically, we are wanting to, I think that one of them is actually an accounting major. The other one is more just business, but giving them the opportunity to have funds accessible to them or to help in any way that we can. Me personally, I know that this is like a finance podcast, but me personally, I had to finance all of my own education. And I didn't actually pay that off, which is really funny about the history of my career until I was at zero. So I paid that off all by myself. And so 
just the fact that we're doing that is something that's very dear to me because I know that I possibly could have had more opportunities from scholarships that I just wasn't aware of. I remember my mother was like trying to send me links and she, you know, we were just so overwhelmed filling out that FAFSA form, you know, all of that. <laughs> so I'm sure you, you know all about that, Jen. Don't get me started on FAFSA. <laughs> that's, that's a nightmare. Let's, let's not talk about that. And yes, I am a big fan of Alpha and something, side note, a lot of something that you don't know, the Alpha chapter in D.C., I had the opportunity to moderate. They had a women's event and really highlighting some local women leaders. And I had the opportunity to moderate the panel a couple of years. And so I'm a big fan of Alpha. If you are listening and you are interested in accounting and a career in that, look for those opportunities. As you know, there's opportunities now that Zero is partnering up with Alpha and look for those because it's paid for, right? Scholarships are a great yeah. thing. It makes it even better, a better experience. So there's an the opportunity of Alpha and the partnership with Alpha and Zero in terms of scholarships, but there's another opportunity as well. Can you tell us about that? Yes. We actually have a partnership very similar to what we have with Alpha with NABA, which is a black accountant society. And what's interesting about NABA is actually my first boss at Zero. She actually was like an officer at NABA. I mean, she was, I think she's Filipino. So it's just like, they're more diverse, which I think is like, to me, that's the vision. Like put everybody in there and have them just immersed in the culture. And it's really interesting. But interestingly enough, they also gave out a scholarship. It's going to be the same timing. We're going to announce it tomorrow. But the person who it was awarded to, she's actually a Latina um, and she's actually here. So hopefully we'll get to meet her and talk to her. But I think that's super exciting because what I've seen in NABA is that, like I said before, that they have more diversity to the point to where they gave the scholarship to a Latina. And I feel like the Latino organizations are still kind of keeping to themselves. So that's something that we can look forward to. Well, I want to just commend Zero for what you're doing and just supporting these different communities. And I'm curious to know in terms of the future, you have these opportunities for these scholarships. What other things that you know about are coming up on the horizon that supports the communities of Latinos, Black, all those different communities that don't necessarily or haven't necessarily had access or haven't been as supported or that they're not as seen in these different professions in the finance field? We're actually starting that. We've actually started that around the time after I started the U.S. Hispanic Channel. We started doing ERGs, which are employees resources groups within Zero. We have one for the Latinos, which is called Los Zeros. We have the Black ERG. We also have Asian American. We have LGBTQ. We have parents. We have a women's ERG. And so we're really trying to, as far as Zero is concerned internally, really trying to start from the inside and then that's going out. I feel like I have a little bit of an edge because I started U.S. Hispanic first, which is really exciting. And then we had the ERG come after. So we got more people involved, which is really interesting because I don't know if you know about Zero. I need the listeners. I know you do. But the listeners, Zero is founded in New Zealand and it's very popular in New Zealand and Australia. And what we found, which is really interesting, was that a lot of people that are New Zealand, Australia, we had like a lot of Argentinians that were down there because actually it's like down south. So instead of going to the U.S., if they wanted a different opportunity, they went down. And so we actually got to connect with a lot of the people through the ERG that are at zero that normally wouldn't see a lot of different Latinos. So I feel like just starting off these ERGs 
within Zero, this community of inclusion. We also have non-Latinos in our ERG. And we're also, since U.S. Hispanic and Los Zeros was like two different things, I'm actually doing kind of a rebrand of U.S. Hispanic because I feel like it's kind of boring. I feel like this inside out view, if we're doing the ERGs internally, I mean, we're calling them Los Zeros, it actually should be the same externally because one of the principles of Zero is we have our values, hashtag human. And so, you know, the more human we can show up for our accounting partners and our clients, the more they can show up for their small businesses and the more the small businesses can show up for their customers, right? And so the idea is that we're actually rebranding U.S. Hispanic as Los Zeros to make it all one thing. And so I feel like maybe these other groups could be more on the commercial customer facing side the way that U.S. Hispanic has done that. And now that rebrand, I feel like, is going to merge together this internal ERG, which is Los Zeros, and then U.S. Hispanic, to where it's like actually not really two separate things. It's actually one thing. And so I think that is like the start of something, hopefully, big and new. That's exciting. That is definitely exciting. And I'm curious to know, because I know I'll probably get questions around, okay, I'm really interested in working in accounting or working at a place like Zero, what are some things that Zero, for example, looks for and what is your hiring process? Yeah, actually, that's a really good question because one of the things with our partnership with Alpha, I don't know if NABA does this, but a lot of the different organizations that we partner with, they give us access to a job posting so that we can post our own jobs within Zero onto their websites. And so if somebody's a part of these organizations, then it's easily accessible for them to know. I know that being a Latina, like I went into accounting because long story, but basically, you know, because I wanted a stability and I it's like, okay, accounting is that. I didn't think tech. I was like, I'm not a techie person. I'm not a programmer. I didn't have the knowledge that I know have now and I didn't have the exposure. And so I think maybe that there's a gap there a lot of times. And so getting involved with these organizations, you start really understanding what opportunities are out there. One thing that I'm really proud about actually is my team had a couple of vacancies and two out of three of them were Latinos. And that wasn't something that we posted on the website. It just happened to be the right talent and the right time. And it's just starting to happen. It's so beautiful because that was not the case even a few years ago. And so I can't imagine that I know every reason why that's happening because I'm sure there's a lot of things involved, but I feel like there's just maybe also like during COVID people were on their computers more, they have more knowledge, you know, but there's just so much more talent now that's Latino than before. To give you an example, about five or six years ago, we were looking for a Latino or Latina account manager in Austin, which also covers San Antonio. I'm sorry, it was a partner consultant, which is like the tech part of the account management. And, you know, we couldn't find one. And the person I'm talking about, he's actually a manager now. He's amazing, but he's Swedish. And so we completely like, you know, we looked for a long time until we found like a candidate. Okay, we can't pass up. So we gave him the role, but it was a bilingual role that we had. Now, actually, the two people that are in those roles We didn't look for bilingual because now we have a dedicated bilingual team that if the person on the ground can't speak Spanish, we can bring on my Hispanic team that'll help them out. So it's not necessarily a need for for Austin or San Antonio. But one, we had Martha, she's a Latina, a very inspiring person. We have Carlos, he's also Latino. So we're half, I guess. But to me, it's like you're all Latino if you're at half. So yeah, we just inadvertently, you know, and so that was like five or six years ago. And now it's just such a change. 
yeah, I would love to probably just maybe even do a little bit more research myself as to why else that's happening because I feel like Zero's also gotten their name out and that sort of thing, but there's something happening with Latinos that are coming forward, which is really exciting. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you're seeing this happening because we are breaking the stereotypes of the types of jobs that Latino gets. Mm -hmm. And those stereotypes are really important to be broken because there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of skill. I'm just blown away just even these years of just doing the different interviews, women like yourself, that I'm just like, this is incredible. So I and that's a part of why I do this podcast, too, just because I want to help break those stereotypes. There's a lot of talent in our community, for sure. And I was also going to say, too, that Zero is a small business accounting software, which is going to be a lot of entrepreneurs. Another thing that I've seen, too, is in the entrepreneur front. A lot of Latinos, especially, I bet during COVID, like there's just so much more people are thinking about, you know, they had to think about what do I want to do with my life? You know, so maybe they went more to tech or maybe they want to start their business. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. And so we're really seeing a lot more people starting businesses as well as for U.S. Hispanic and then anybody who, you know, wants to join. We have a, a convention that we go to called Latino Tax Fest. And it's Latino tax preparers and accountants. And there are so many of them that are serving the Hispanic small businesses. So it's just there's so many levels to this. There's the education and then you can go your career, you can start a business. And if you don't want to start a business on something different, you can start a business in accounting or tax. And zero is kind of a part of all of this in a way, you know, which is really exciting because we're in the communities, which is what gives me passion to do what I do every day is to connect with people and to be in the communities. So, and then also for you, I mean, you were like the first one I'd ever seen doing something like this. And now I see other Latinas doing, you know, finance type things. And it's like, wow, this is super empowering because there's so many nuances that we're all speaking the same language. Yeah. Super grateful that you paved the way for that. <laughs> I don't think it was just me, but thank you. <laughs> and I'm also curious because we talked about Latinos working at zero or Latinos working as accountants. And one of the things we touched on in the webinar that we did was making sure that small business owners, because you're talking about small business owners, use something like zero. What have you seen in the past years? Has that number increased? Have you seen a change? Because I know that was something that you were also focused on. I'm curious about that. That's a great question. I've definitely seen, whereas before we had to kind of convince people, now people are coming to us because they see the importance of having technology. People, I feel like in general, are more tech savvy because they had to be because they were at home for so long. Because I think we talked maybe towards, it was maybe the middle of the pandemic or the beginning. And so we didn't know where anything was going. But now it seems like what's turned out is that more people are tech savvy. They're more looking at where they can gain opportunities. And to see where they have opportunities, they'd have to look at their finances and you need accounting software for that. It's changed a lot. I feel like it's night and day almost at the way that people are coming to us. So a lot of times, you know, we don't work with small business directly. We work with our team specifically works with the accountants and bookkeepers. I can tell you that they're coming to us, but they're also saying that their clients are wanting something that's, you know, user-friendly, something that they can 
even if they're small as a Schedule C, because a lot of them, you know, they're like, oh, I'm just starting off. I don't really need accounting software. There's ways that they can use Zero in an affordable way to start off with since their Schedule C, because the more that they have the insights, you know, you know this, the more they can access funding and the opportunities that might be available to them that if they don't have that visibility, they won't know. I'm glad that is changing because when we were talking, it was really you were wanting to push for people to use something like Zero or Latinos because there's a lot of Latino small business owners, but the issue was, or I'm sure still part of it is, is that there were commingling funds and just getting that word out that this is a possibility. Like I, you know, and they're not paying me to say this, by the way, but I'm a big fan of Zero of how it's set up using HubDoc. I mean, those two, I'm such a big fan of like, because one of the things for me is just being really organized. And even though I'm going to be honest, I don't know the ins and outs of zero because I have a bookkeeper that helps me, but having the ability of having HubDuck, which by the way, helps really organize your receipts. It's literally because before it was a nightmare, I'd have to take time and not to, at the end of the month, okay, which are the receipts and organize them. All I have to do is just with a simple email, it just sends it to HubDoc. Well, not all of them. Sometimes you have to upload, but it just makes life easier. So Zero, it has more, but this is the stuff that I, I use where you can have two programs working together to really systematize, to really simplify, to organize your business finances. And that for me has been such a game changer because before it was such a headache. You actually brought up a lot of great points there. One being, you know, working with an accountant and the other one, the receipts and that sort of thing and having a system. So I'll talk about the second one first. My teams, we work with accountants and bookkeepers exclusively. And so we always quote unquote, sell zero by saying, oh, you know, you're going to be more efficient in your own business if you're an accountant or bookkeeper, because you're not going to have to go through those receipts and stuff. And so I've always seen it from that side. And so they're like, well, I had to convince my client. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Actually, for the business owner, that's very stressful, like to be able to, to have to put everything together, the possibility of an IRS audit and that sort of thing. Also, the receipts sometimes like you lose them or they'll lose their ink or, you know, you don't remember what it was for, you know, because they'll fade. And so all these little things that we don't think about, we have something similar that we use for our expenses as well, kind of similar to what you're talking about with HubDoc. And it's just such a life changer. And it's just, I always thought of it like making the accountant's life easier, but really it's making the small business too. Another thing that's interesting is like we were talking about the Latinos not wanting to use this, an accounting system. Well, also to have an accountant, menos, <laughs> you know, like they don't want to pay anything extra, you know, they're trying to like save money. So to really, and I think you were there, you saw the keynote speakers talking about how the technology is like the first to be able to be on the cloud and have reliable data is that first step, right? So Latinos are kind of there. Some of us are, are further along. So I feel like we're there. And then also starting to see the apps that are available to them. So HubDoc is an app. We happen to own HubDoc, but there's other apps that you can use that'll integrate with Zero. They might not be accounting related or specifically accounting related, but they're going to talk to the accounting system so you don't have to put in more data. This is just like starting to make more of a basis for where we're wanting to go is where you're working with an advisor who's actually like a business coach, like a mentor, 
what I love that they talked about this morning was that like that creates accountability for a business because they have somebody to check in with. And so the accountant is not necessarily, I think that some of the old ways of thinking, and sometimes unfortunately in our community, um, we're still seeing sometimes that they think the accountant is just like data entry or just to do the taxes, where really it can go much more beyond that to where they can show them, hey, you know, maybe this product line, you don't need to use have it anymore. Maybe there's an opportunity. You actually could maybe acquire something else. And so to where they're giving them advice to help them reach their goals and keep them accountable to the steps that they need to take. Well, Jackie, this has been fantastic. As always, I enjoy speaking with you and I appreciate you sharing those scholarship opportunities because if you're listening, take note if someone you know, a family member, take note of these opportunities because they're important, especially it saves you some money. We're a podcast about saving money, making more money, just really being more smart with money. So definitely take those opportunities. And I know we spoke about a little bit in terms of zero and them hiring and what they're doing, opportunities there. We spoke about so much here. So this has been great. Any parting words or anything else you would like to add? No, thank you for having me. And I guess we covered a lot. I mean, I guess we're fast talkers, both of us. <laughs> so that must be what it is. We've covered quite a bit of information in a short amount of time. You know, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. I feel like I was just telling you, I feel like I've known you a long time because like we could read each other. It's really weird. Basically the Latina like vibration frequency that we're on. But no, I also just wanted to mention, you know, how much fun it is to be here at ZeroCon. I know you talked about it at the beginning, but yeah, we were talking about there's just always like when I've been at a few zero cons and they always is something that wows me. And if you haven't, you know, if you're an accountant or bookkeeper, I don't know how much of your audience is that, but, or tell your accountant bookkeeper about zero con. It's like Coachella for uh, accountants. <laughs> you know, there's like a DJ and then we were talking about like, there's like a nail section and there's always something kind of unique. I think one time we had like roller derby or something like that. So, and the one time they had like swings. And so it's just always something really unique. And there's like people making beads. And then also there's a haircutting. I was like, I'm going to go get my haircut at some point. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, just and to be here with you in this place has been really exciting. And after all of these years where we couldn't be together, I'm just so grateful, even though the audience isn't going to be here, but it's just so good to be in front of people again. Just wanted to say that and to be able to do this interview in person instead of on Zoom or however we did it in the past. I'm super happy about that. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. And yes, I have been to multiple conferences and I went into that expo hall and usually I've been to ThinkCon, to Podcast Movement, these different conferences, which has typically the expo hall and the exhibit for all the exhibitors. And I just went in, I'm like, whoa. This is a whole nother level. There's even an ice cream station and we're in Narland. So they had a jambalaya or there is going to be a jambalaya station. And I took a picture. There's a little soccer, not little, really more. You can play soccer. Did you see the field, the <laughs> soccer field? And like you mentioned the beads, a place to take pictures. They even have the lighting, like the ring lights. And you can't go hungry. Usually at conferences, it's just like, okay, go get some coffee, some water. And I'm like, I'm seeing food all over the place. So thank you. I really appreciate the invite. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Jackie. And now that you have learned about these scholarship opportunities, tell me, who are you going to share them with? This is important because sometimes we hear about these opportunities and maybe it doesn't apply to us. 
But that doesn't mean we can't share a part of what I see with scholarship opportunities or different services and programs that are out there that would benefit us is that they don't reach us. And they don't reach us not necessarily because they're not doing their best to promote and share what they have, but sometimes it is what it is. So what we can do is share when we hear about these opportunities is help our community and share with them what we hear. One of the things that got me thinking as I listened to Jackie speak was really a takeaway for me is that it's really good to be naturally curious about who you work for or are a customer for. You want to be always learning about different companies' initiatives, like in this instance, scholarships, because you don't know what you don't know until you know. And sometimes we just have to look for that information, look for the opportunity, look for these conversations like on this podcast. So if it's not obvious or out there or maybe not visible enough, just ask. Make sure you ask. Are there scholarship opportunities? There may not be, but there might be something else that's useful. I think it's also, I always thought how important it is to always be learning about the companies you work for or are customers for, like in this case, me, and what happens behind the scenes. It gives us a better appreciation for them, or I guess it can also go the other way. If you want to connect with Jackie, you can go to LinkedIn and look for Jacqueline Belis, and I'll definitely be sure to have a link in today's show notes. Now, if you love this episode and this conversation, I would absolutely love it if you can do two simple things. Number one is share this with a friend, family member, or coworker, and review. I would love it if you review and you can do this on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. On Spotify, they don't allow like a written review yet. You can write by giving stars. But on Apple Podcasts, you can comment and leave a written review. So I would absolutely love your honest review. Because I don't know about you, but I personally look at reviews not necessarily just on podcasts, but like on Amazon or when I'm shopping just to help me determine whether I buy something or in the case of podcasts, listen to it. And really the importance of this is not only will it help grow the show, but what mostly matters to you is that it helps us. It allows us to continue to bring quality guests and even bigger guests. Guests want to know that the show that they're thinking about being a guest on is a quality show, and rightfully so. Now, we do make it easy for you by going to the resources section of today's episode. Next week, you will hear another behind-the-scenes convo from ZeroCon, and this time, we will be discussing all things DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion in a powerful conversation. You don't want to miss it. Bueno, pues, that is everything. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show. Be sure to check out the show notes over at jenhempill.com forward slash 325. That is jenhempill.com forward slash 325. Remember that being the reina of your money starts at this very moment simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.